0: Can the Dallas Cowboys finally get a week one win with Mike McCarthy? All that and more in this special crossover edition of the Locked On Cowboys podcast. You are Locked On Cowboys, your locked daily Dallas Cowboys on. podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast locked Network, your on. team every locked day. On. Locked. Locked. locked On. Locked On. Locked On Locked On Cowboys. Locked on Cowboys.
1: This Crossover Thursday episode is brought to you by PrizePix, the easiest and most exciting way to play daily fantasy sports. Go to prizepickscom slash NFL and use code NFL for our first deposit match up to $100. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the first crossover edition of the 2023 NFL season. You got Patricia Traina and me, host of On Giants, Marcus Mosher, co-host of On Cowboys and Marcus, big game to start the 2023 NFL season. New York Giants host the Dallas Cowboys Sunday night football, MetLife Stadium. It's going to be rocking.
0: Yeah, it doesn't feel like football season until we get Cowboys Giants on (laughs) Sunday night football in week one. Like we've been robbed of it the last couple of years because the NFL wanted Tom Brady on Sunday night football. But I love that we get this matchup back. It's going to be a lot of fun.
1: It sure is. A lot of storylines, a lot of key matchups, a lot of different different uh, p- predictions. Uh, from, and we're going to cover all that stuff here on today's crossover edition of On Giants, On Cowboys. And Marcus, since you're the visitor, let's kick things off with the uh, key storylines coming out of the Cowboys. What do the Giant fans need to know about this weekend's game from the Dallas perspective?
0: Yeah, we've got a new play caller in, in Mike McCarthy, and I think Cowboy fans are really excited to see – well, maybe not excited. They're a little bit nervous to see what that looks like now that Kellen Moore is gone. The Cowboys offensive line has had some injuries through the the, the uh, training camp and preseason, including Tyler Smith. We'll see if he plays on Sunday. But I think they want to know what's the difference between Kellen Moore and Mike McCarthy. Are they really going to run the ball? more like Mike McCarthy suggested. Uh, he also said that Kellen Moore too often wanted to put too many points on the scoreboard, which seems a little weird to me, but I'm excited. I, I think Dak Prescott and Mike McCarthy are a really good fit with one another, but this is a good defense that they're going to be challenged by, especially with that pass rush up front with Dexter Lawrence, with Kayvon Thibodeau, uh, with uh, Leonard Williams. I- I'm really excited to see what this new look offense is. Uh, you know, how they perform on the field against this Giants defense.
1: You mentioned, you know, Mike McCarthy being the new offensive play caller. I mean, how did they tweak the Cowboys offensive personnel to maybe fit what McCarthy, McCarthy likes to do?
0: They just went out and got more receivers. Like that's one thing that Mike McCarthy has always loved is having a ton of weapons on the passing game. Think back to when they won the Super Bowl back in 2010. That's when they had – Greg Jennings and Donald driver and James Jones and Jordy Nelson. Like they were just loaded at receiver. And I think Mike McCarthy wanted to make sure that they had enough receivers to run this style of offense. So they went out and got Brandon cooks. Who's been incredible in training camp. Michael Gallup is a full year removed now from his ACL injury. Jalen Tolbert, who was a third round pick from last year's draft is finally starting to put things together. And then of course they've got CD lamb. So what I expect, uh, Patricia is a lot of receivers on the field, a lot of spread formations that, that just challenge the secondary that outside of a Dory Jackson is pretty young and unproven.
1: Yeah, for the New York Giants, of course, that's one of the, the key storylines. You know, the young cornerbacks who are going to go up against those Cowboys receivers. But overall, bigger picture, the Giants roster, so much more upgraded. Mm-hmm. You know, general manager Joe Shane talked at the end of last year about – Closing the talent gap between the Giants and Dallas and, of course, the Giants in Philly. The Giants and Cowboys, you know, I think that talent gap, maybe they're on even ground here. But, you know, you look at this Giants team and the one thing that they've done that I think is going to enable them to match up better with the Cowboys in this game is is they've added speed on both sides of the ball. You know, we're talking receivers. With Darren Waller, good luck covering him. I mean, for years, the Cowboys had Jason Witten, who was virtually uncovered. You know, you couldn't cover that guy, you know, with a blanket. Even when
0: he was 38 years old, he was still finding ways to get open.
1: So the Giants now have their version of of Jason Witten, hopefully as good as, you know, because Jason Witten, I'm sure, is a Hall of Famer. Um, Darren Waller. Really big receiving target. He he, he and and Daniel Jones have looked just on point all summer long and really excited to see what he's able to do as far as drawing coverage in and freeing things up for the one-on-one matchups on the outside. They also, of course, have Saquon Barkley coming back, coming off that great year uh, that he had last year. Uh, They've added Paris Campbell at at receiver. They have uh, Darius Slayton coming back, Isaiah Hodgins a lot more speed, and the goal for the Giants' offense to be more explosive this year. Last year, the Giants ranked last at the NFL with 28 big pass plays of 20 or more yards. Defensively, same thing. They've added speed. And, you know, we talk about the Cowboys receivers, you know, C.D. Lamb, Brandon Cooks, Michael Gallup. Uh, The Giants have added speed on the back end of the defense. You know, they've added Deontay Banks, Jason Pinnock's going to be the new uh, strong safety Bobby O'Carake a linebacker that they brought over from the Colts via free agency they've added Isaiah Simmons who they got in the trade with the Cardinals so speed is the name of the game and you know you add that in with the fact that the Giants can now play better matchup football and this isn't going to be your your same Giants team that the Cowboys have basically won I think something I think it's a 10 of the last 11 games or something like that. I know the Cowboys have basically dominated the Giants when they played them um, as far as ones and loss, wins and losses, but uh, things might be changing this well, year.
0: And I'll say really quickly, over the last couple of years, one of the spots that the Cowboys have really been able to expose of the Giants is the linebackers. Like That's just a spot, whether it was Tay Crowder or Jalen Smith, like whoever they had. The Cowboys usually felt pretty good about their running backs and the tight ends. And that's why even somebody like Dalton Schultz had some, you know, monster games against the the Giants, bringing in Okereke, getting some, you know, even Isaiah Simmons who has his issues. It just gives them more athleticism that they didn't have in the past. And when you have that Wink wink Martindale defense, it's going to be so aggressive. You better have linebackers that can play in space. I do think the Giants have improved there. We'll see how much they can – Uh, have an impact, at least in week one. I'm sure they're going to be better the more they play, but week one against this Cowboys offense is going to be a good test.
1: Yes, absolutely. A good litmus test to see just how far the Giants have come. So we're going to talk about matchups coming up in our next segment. So don't go anywhere, folks. Hey, football fans, if you're looking for a fun and different way to play fantasy football this season, you need to check out Prize Picks. Just pick two or more players, predict their stats, and sit back and see how they perform. It takes less than 60 seconds to make an entry, and best of all, you can turn a few bucks into some nice cash with the right projections. Prize Picks is the number one daily fantasy sports app, known for its quick withdrawals, easy gameplay, and wide selection of players and stat types. And they offer weekly promotions that can lead to big payouts like Taco Tuesday, when each Tuesday, prize picks, discounts, select player projections up to 25% to provide even more value. So what are you waiting for? Go to prizepicks.com slash locked NFL and use promo code LockedOnNFL NFL for a first deposit match up to $100. That's prizepicks.com slash locked on NFL. And that promo code is locked on NFL for your first deposit match up to $100. Prizepicks, daily fantasy sports made easy. All right, everybody, welcome back to this special crossover edition, Locked On Giants, Locked On Cowboys, the New York Giants host the Dallas Cowboys, Sunday night, MetLife Stadium. It's going to be rocking. What better way to start the 2023 season? Never mind Thursday night football. Two NFC East teams seeing each other very early on, a good litmus test for both of them, some big-time matchups in this game. And, Marcus, what are the matchups that you think are going to be key from a Dallas perspective?
0: Well, you already mentioned the name. It's Darren Waller. When Darren Waller is healthy, he's one of the most dynamic tight ends in all of football. I was just looking at some of his stats from like 2019-2020 with the Raiders, but there's only a couple players in the league that can have 15 catches for 200 yards and two touchdowns at the tight end position. And Darren Waller's one of them when he's right. The Cowboys do have some some players that can match up with him. J. Ron Kirsch is a six foot four, two hundred twenty pound safety. Leighton Vander is six foot four, two hundred and fifty five pounds. But I'm not sure anybody can cover him one on one. So I'm going to be interested to see who do the Cowboys put on him. What type of bracket coverage do they use against Darren Waller? Because if the Cowboys can't stop Waller, I expect this Giants offense, offense to be really efficient. But if they can, and Daniel Jones is having to throw the ball down the field, going you know testing Trayvon Diggs and Stephon Gilmore. I think that's where the Cowboys can have an advantage.
1: All right. I have two matchups in mind, and to me, they're equally important. And I've got to start off with the Giants' offensive line versus that Cowboys' defensive front. The Giants have a rookie center, John Michael Schmitz. I still don't know for sure who the starting left guard is going to be or if they're going to do a rotation. Mm -hmm. Evan Neal has looked a little bit better, but is he where he needs to be? You know Dan Quinn, the Dallas Cowboys defensive coordinator, is going to bring everything he's got at that Giants offensive line. He's going to test them early. We're probably going to see exotic blitzes Mm -hmm. and stunts and twists and all kinds of funky stuff just to test that offensive line. Because right now, I think if you were to ask anybody who covers the Giants, any Giant fan, they would probably all agree that the biggest question mark on this Giants team is that offensive line Which is not yet settled. So I'm curious to see how that plays out. You know, once, once the two teams take the field, Marcus, do you think? Dan Quinn is going to do a lot of blitzing against the Giants. I know, that, you know, Wink Martindale is the king of blitzing and, and fancy <laughs> stuff, but Dan Quinn's no slouch in that that category.
0: Yeah, we've got two of the most aggressive defensive coordinators in the league going up against each other, which is going to make it a lot of fun, right? These these two guys are not passive at all when it comes to blitzing. Yeah, I, I expect the Cowboys to blitz a lot. And I think I expect them to do some some wild things such as there's going to be some snaps where you have DeMarcus Lawrence, and Micah Parsons lining up on the same side next to each other just to try to create some confusion and they're going to run stunts and they're going to have plays where Parsons is lined, lined up directly over the center. They're going to try to make things really tough on Daniel Jones. So he doesn't feel comfortable to me. This is the Cowboys' biggest strength is their pass rush, and I think they know that the Giants have some weaknesses there. It's why the Cowboys were able to win the, the game in New York last year despite playing Cooper rushes because they got so much pressure. If they can't get pressure with their front four and they have to resort to blitzing five, six, seven guys, I do think that's where the Giants might be able to create some chunk plays in the passing game.
1: All right. Now, before I give you my other matchup that I'm, I'm curious to see how it plays out, I've, I've got to ask you because we haven't really talked about him a whole lot this summer. And maybe that's good. But Saquon Barkley's coming back. You know, all the focus has been on Darren Waller and the matchup nightmare that he can create. Saquon obviously is back, you know, uh, af- after solve- solving his contract situation for now. Um, this is a guy who I think is going to be utilized more in the passing game. Obviously, he can run the, the ball. I mean, what kind of a, a concern does Saquon pose for the Cowboys defense?
0: Oh, he's always a big concern because you can have everything bottled up and have all, all the gaps filled, and he can still find ways to bounce things outside and make a big run or break a couple tackles, and all of a sudden he's gone for 50 yards. You just have to be really, really disciplined. And For the most part, the Cowboys have done a good job of you know stopping Saquon throughout his career. But this might be the healthiest that they've ever faced Saquon. Uh, so, again, week one, early year, with not a lot of wear and tear on his tires. You know, I, I expect Saquon to look really good in this game.
1: Yeah, for sure. Saquon is, is basically rested. I mean, they they monitored his reps, didn't play him in the preseason, you know, just – Saquon is, is is primed and ready and determined to have a big year because he still wants that big payday, uh, which unfortunately he did not get this past offseason. All right, let me give you my other matchup that I'm very curious to see how it plays out. And that is the Giants cornerbacks versus the Cowboys receivers. And in particular, Adoree Jackson versus CeeDee Lamb. Now, this past summer, the Giants had Adoree Jackson taking quite a bit of snaps in the slot. Mm-hmm which is kind of a new position for him. He did a little bit of that last year, did more of it this summer. That was made possible by the emergence of rookie Trey Hawkins, their six-round draft pick, who, along with Deontay Banks, would line up on the outside when Adore comes down in the slot. C.D. Lamb, the Cowboys' number one receiver, plays a lot in the slot. Last year, C.D. Lamb toasted Adore Jackson. I think uh, Adore gave up, I want to say, six or seven pass plays uh Mm. to to cd lamb i know he had the one the the one-handed touchdown grab and i want to say 57 yards and four first downs if i remember correctly so that matchup is very interesting to me you know how is the dory going to function in the slot if he sees a lot of time in the slot or you know just what are they going to do to counter cd lamb you know, Marcus, how do you think that might play out? I mean, that would be a new wrinkle, obviously, that the Cowboys haven't seen. How do they deal mostly with these new wrinkles that come up?
0: Yeah, I think the Cowboys would like to try to get C D Lamb away from Adoree Jackson just because he is their best secondary player. And while CD Lamb did have some success against him last year, I don't think that's a player that you want to challenge all that frequently. So what the Cowboys have been doing in the preseason and in training camp, is finding different ways to get like Michael Gallup in the slot if they want to leave Adoree Jackson, get a little bit more size, and then you'll have somebody like CD Lamb against Deontay Banks. But for me, in this game, it's all about Brandon Cooks. I, no matter who covers Brandon Cooks, I don't think it'll be Adoree Jackson if he's playing in the slot. If it's Brandon Cooks against Hawkins, who you mentioned is a six-round pick that's had a really nice training camp and a really nice preseason. It's still this is a this is a receiver who is going into year was it year nine right now, and he's basically a lock to get a thousand yards every year. You leave him alone in single coverage, more often than not, he's gonna have success. Now he is playing with a new quarterback and a new system, and it's gonna take some time, but I've gotta believe that this is a game where the Cowboys are gonna lean on Brandon Cooks a lot because he's going to see a lot of favorable one-on-one matchups. And I think the Giants, Giants especially in Wink Martindale's defense that loves the Blitz, they're going to have to leave Banks or Hawkins on an island one-on-one and hope that they can survive.
1: Marcus, I mentioned for the Giants, the offensive line is my biggest concern. What's your biggest concern for the Cowboys in this game?
0: Just rust. I mean, this is a team that just didn't do really anything in the preseason. We didn't see any starters on offense, only a select few starters on defense play. I expect the crowd to be loud. I expect the Giants to be aggressive. We talked about week Martindale blitzing a lot. We should also talk about the offensive line. Zach Martin missed all of training camp with this holdout. Terrence Steele is coming off an ACL and MCL injury. Just got rewarded with a new big payday. Tyler Smith, the Cowboys starting left guard, hurt his hamstring in Monday's practice. We'll see if he's going to be able to go on Sunday. They have absolutely no depth on the offensive line behind him. And then there's Tyron Smith, who has really struggled to stay healthy, did not play left tackle at all last year after an injury. I just worry with all the changing pieces on the offensive line, the changing play caller, the new receivers, no Dalton Schultz. You have Jake Ferguson starting at tight end. I think this offense is going to be really good in time, but in week one, I wouldn't be surprised if this is a team that has, you know, seven points after the first half and it's looks just a little clunky on that side of the ball.
1: All right. Interesting. I mean, I'd sit here and say, I'd feel sorry for you about the offensive line, but the giants have their own, <laughs> <laughs> own offensive line. Who doesn't feel
0: bad about their offensive line.
1: I, I know. I mean, every, every, Locked on hosts I've talked to. I'm like, what's your number one concern? Oh, the offensive line, because it does all start up front in the trenches. All right. Coming up next, we've got predictions and final thoughts about the big NFC clash Sunday night, Giants, Cowboys, MetLife Stadium. Don't go anywhere. Hey, football fans, these days, every new potential hire can feel like a high stakes wager for your small business. You want to be 100% certain that you have access to the best qualified candidates available, right? So that's why you have to check out LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn Jobs helps you find the right people for your team faster and for free. I myself have used LinkedIn Jobs to find aspiring writers and editors for Giants Country, the site that I run over on SI's Van Nation, and the process is not only super easy, but a big time saver. Simply add your job in the purple hashtag hiring frame to your LinkedIn profile to spread the word that you're hiring. And simple tools like screening questions make it easy to focus on candidates with just the right skills and experience so that you can quickly prioritize whom you'd like to interview and hire. So don't spend time sorting through endless resumes and dead-end leads. Put LinkedIn Jobs to work to you today for free by visiting linkedin.com slash lockedonNFL. Terms and conditions apply. Hey, everybody. Thanks for making Locked On your first listen every day. The Locked On Ultimate NFL Season Preview is here. The seven-episode extravaganza brings opinions, analysis, and plenty of debate from all 32 of our Locked On NFL hosts with added insights from our national experts. It's a can't-miss series before the season kicks off. Catch every episode on Locked On NFL on YouTube or wherever you get your podcasts all right everybody welcome back to this special crossover edition new york giants dallas cowboys week one it's gonna be a good one i'm excited i know you guys are excited marcus you're probably excited about Mm -hmm. it and it is now time for predictions now according to our friends over at fanduel the giants are a three and a half point underdog believe it or not against the cowboys marcus what's your take what do you think the final score will be and do you think the Cowboys are going to cover, or do you think there's going to be an upset in the making? Uh,
0: This just feels like a three-point game to me either way, right? Like it's a Cowboys-Giants-NFC East divisional game, Dallas playing on the road on Sunday night football. I just have a hard time believing that this game doesn't come down to the last possession or two. I mentioned out top how I'm a little worried about the clunkiness of the offense for the Cowboys. I'm a little bit worried about the offensive line. I think we're going to have one of those you know, 17, 17 type of games going into the last six minutes of the game. It, and it really comes down to this for me. I think Michael Parsons is ready to have one of those years, like a defensive player of the year type of season. And he's ready. This, I, I've never seen a player look more dominant in training camp. And on a prime time stage, we know he always shows out. He was absolutely phenomenal in the week one game last year against Tampa Bay. I think against this offensive line, I think he's ready to put on a show. I'm gonna say that Parsons has two sacks, a couple game changing plays, and the Cowboys win twenty to seventeen in a really ugly low scoring game.
1: Twenty to seventeen. So you're predicting a ten point uh, victory.
0: No, twenty to seventeen. So oh, we're, twenty to
1: seventeen. I'm sorry. Oh so yeah, we're going to we we're
0: going a field goal right at the end. So okay, I guess I, I, th- I
1: thought you said twenty seven. Yeah, first. yeah, no, you're okay. good.
0: I just think this is gonna okay, be a really okay. close NFC East game.
1: All right, cool enough. Um, Yeah, I'm with you. I think this is going to be a tight game. The last two games, if I'm not mistaken, the Cowboys have won by eight points or less. Mm-hmm. So that was last year when the Giants really didn't have, you know, household receivers. You know, early on, they were still trying to figure out their offense a little bit. Daniel Jones, was he going to be good? Was Saquon going to be Saquon again? You know, the defense played without Kayvon Thibodeau, who was uh, dealing with a knee injury. Um there were a lot of question marks for the Giants, but yet they still managed, like I said, to in the two games they played, it was eight points or less last year against the Cowboys. Um, this year, I think the Giants, first off, they're healthy. That's a big, you know, plus. This, this time last year, there were guys that just, you know, like I said, Thibodeau wasn't able to play. You had question marks about Saquon and how good he was going to be you don't have question marks regarding the team's health. I mean, maybe a couple here and there, but nothing major. Um, The offense has looked more explosive, but, you know, you take that kind of with a grain of salt a little bit because it's like your your team's offense going against your team's defense, and it's always like, okay, which is better? You know, who, who screwed up and who didn't? That all being said, I think the Giants are going to, you know, I think they averaged under 25 points last year. I think they're going to top that this year. I feel pretty good about their ability to score points. Darren Waller, as you said, is probably going to be a nightmare to cover. Um, So I think he's going to have a big game on defense. Good luck picking who you're going to block or double team up front mm-hmm. from that Giants defensive seven? Is it going to be Thibodeau? Is it going to be Aziz Ojolari? Is it going to be Leonard Williams? Is it going to be Dexter Lawrence? Or is it going to be Isaiah Simmons? Who's it going to be, you know? So pick your poison there. I think the Giants are going to beat the Cowboys. And you know what? I'm going to go with a seven-point Giants victory. I'm going to say 27-20.
0: Interesting. I, it wouldn't shock me. Week one games tend to be a little bit random, right? I think most people would project. I mean, we, we can see by FanDuel's win totals. The Cowboys have higher odds of winning the division, higher win total. But week one games are weird, especially division games. And being that this, this is a Sunday night game in New York, the Giants did play some of their starters in the preseason and frankly looked really good doing so. I think Brian Dable's a really good coach. It wouldn't shock me at all.
1: Yeah, and and as we've t- been talking about on the show, we've been talking about some of the new wrinkles that the two teams haven't seen. You know, Mike McCarthy obviously calling the plays. You know, Mike, Mike McCarthy has called plays before when he was with the Packers, but you know, now it's a different, you know, personnel group, talents and strengths and weaknesses and stuff like that. You know, the question marks in the trenches are the Giants. You know, will the Giants offensive line hold up? That to me is the biggest X factor. I think at this point. So, you know, a lot of things that we're going to learn about both teams, Um, obviously, this is a big game, not just because it's the the week one, but it's a division game. So it actually counts as one and a half games for the winner because they take the head to head tie Mm -hmm. breaker and, and the two teams don't see each other. I don't think until like after the midpoint of the season, if I'm not mistaken.
0: Yeah, it's a big game. It's why I typically don't love playing division games early in the season as you're still trying to work out some of the, you know, the the messes and all that kind of stuff and go through all the injuries. And we'll see. I'm excited. Cowboys-Giants Sunday Night Football doesn't get any better than that.
1: No, it doesn't. And, you know, as you said, it's been a while since the two teams have squared off on uh, on the Week 1 opener. This time the Giants got them at home. The Mm -hmm. stadium's going to be rocking. And folks, make sure you keep it here on the Locked Giants podcast and also the Locked Cowboys podcast because we're going to bring you everything you need to know leading up to the game and thereafter. So you don't want to miss our episodes. We're so thankful that you chose to make us your first listen of the day. Or if you watch on YouTube, your first watch of the day. Be sure to check out our other Locked podcasts that we have. We've got so many of them, regardless of what team you like we've got a podcast for you. So hopefully you'll check that out. And uh, folks, for Marcus Mosher, I'm Patricia Trana, Thank you for tuning into this crossover edition. And we will see you on our respective shows again tomorrow.